Hello there, this is Hunter Hart with Maximize Day, and get ready for one of the world's first ever podcasts recorded while running. This episode features Oliver Book, collegiate runner. His fastest mile time is in the fours. He is a member of the Peace Corps, an excellent artist, a farmer, all-around Renaissance man, a modern-day Leonardo da Vinci. Um, like I said, guys, we record this episode while running. I have to imagine this is one of the world's first epi- podcast episodes recorded while running. So I'll take you behind the curtain a little bit. Most episodes are recorded, people sitting down on microphones in a very plush environment. No, no, no. This episode was recorded in the balmy heat while running. Y'all are going to love it. Um, get ready for an excellent episode with Oliver Jude Book. P.S. Sorry about the heavy breathing. Like I said, Oliver's really fast, and I am just not near as fast as him. So, sorry about that. Enjoy. Goodbye. Okay, everybody. <laughs> I am joined here by Oliver Book for a very special podcast. Big O, how you doing? Doing all right. Okay. Um, if you're curious about the audio quality, why it sounds like we're running on a road, it's because we are. Yeah. Um, also, a little bit of an embarrassing thing is we already ran two miles and recorded a whole podcast. And it did but it, record. Yeah, so that's a bummer, but we ran into fun neighbors like Ben Kraft. We waved at him. He was even on the podcast, but unfortunately, Ben, if you're listening, you're not on this one. Sorry, buddy. All right, so uh, again, apologize for the audio quality, but that's the way it is. Um, we are doing this podcast while running because... Uh, we like to run in that right big go. Yeah, buddy. Okay, so um, Oliver is in town for about a month. This is coming up towards the end of his month from the Peace Corps. Oliver, where are you at in the Peace Corps? I'm in Zambia. He's in Zambia, Africa. Uh, and what are you doing over there? I work as a rural agriculture promoter. A rural agriculture promoter. Oh. Now, what does that mean? That means I work in the communities and promoting fish farming for better nutrition and more income. <laughs> yeah. Oliver's a job creator. Not like those phonies in Washington. Oliver's really making jobs in Africa. Yeah. So, okay. Doing stuff, making things. <laughs> Doing stuff, making things. So, what's been your favorite thing in Zambia so far? Well, I think my favorite thing is just being with the people, sharing culture, and, uh, yeah, just sitting down eating with family. Okay, fantastic. So, chatting they call it. Sh- chatting? Chatting. Chatting, okay, chatting. Kuhanjika. Kuhanjika. To chat. To chat, okay. And what languages did you just speak there? Lunda. Lunda, okay. Uh-huh. And how many languages are in Zambia? There are 72 languages. 72 languages, okay. But seven main languages. Oh my goodness, okay. My language is Lunda. Lunda, okay. Which migrated in from the Congo. From the Congo, okay. Yeah. Alrighty, folks, it's time for some fun facts about the Republic of Zambia. It is landlocked. It is the 39th largest country. It has 73 ethnic tribes. Top tourist attractions are Victoria Falls and wildlife refuges. And now for the funnest of fun facts. Zambia declared its independence in 1964, the day of the closing ceremonies of the Olympic Summer Games, making them the first and only country to enter the Games as one country and leave as another. Crazy. All right, back to the run. Can you give a quick little uh, language lesson here? Sure. Okay, do a couple key phrases. So, if you want to greet someone, say, how are you? You say, what do you know? Okay, okay. And then you respond, 
needed to lie. Please stand. <laughs> and what does that mean? That means I'm fine. How are you? Okay, excellent. All right. And then, um, a lot of times they have situational greetings. So like you're running. Yeah. Then they'll say, Matemokangamon. <laughs> What's that? Which means you run. Okay, all right. How do you say I'm running with my stupid friend for the second time? Nina Kutemuka na Edwamu Dami. Cheng. Alright, so that is Lunda for my first podcast rec didn't record. This is unfortunate. Okay. <laughs> Not really. Okay. Alright. Okay, so can you kind of explain the process of getting into the Peace Corps for me? So, um, to get into the Peace Corps, most you have to apply. When I was doing it, it was a pretty long application. I think nowadays it's pretty fast. Okay. Let anybody in now. Okay. And, uh, yeah, once you apply, then you get an interview. Take some time for them to go through all the applications. Okay. Um, after the interview, then it's uh, uh, they give you an acceptance or not. Yeah. And then you accept or not accept. And then once you're in, then you have to go to where your place is. And I think each place is a little different, but for Zambia, you go there and you're trained for the first three months in language and uh, technical. So I had to learn fish farming. Okay. I had no fish farming experience. You've had farming experience. Only farming experience. Okay. I had to learn fish farming. All right. And uh, yeah, so after the first three months, you have to pass in language a certain level. And then you can go, you'll go to where you serve, where you'll serve for two years. Okay, and you feel semi-fluent in Lunda now, don't you? I'd say so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent, excellent. All right. What has been your favorite thing that you have grown while you're over there? Favorite thing I've grown? Probably the, the different trees I've planted. I won't get to reap any harvest from the trees. So you could say you won't get to see the fruits of your labor. Exactly. Okay, okay. And I would say that's the sum of my service. And most people's service in the Peace Corps, they go there thinking they're going to see all this change. Yeah. But in reality, it's not going to happen right then and there. But you're planting the seeds But for it's the... going to happen. Okay. Or they've got the knowledge to make a change if they want. Okay. Alrighty, folks, it's time for some fun facts about the Peace Corps. Right here, it's a volunteer program run by the USA government, established by executive order in 1961 by President John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Uh, from 61 to 2015, nearly 220,000 Americans have served in the Corps. It's in over 141 countries. There have been over 7,200 volunteers uh, currently, right now, and it's a $410 million annual budget. Pretty exciting. Back to the run. So I'd say that's a pretty good example of uh, mentorship so, or leadership, which is pretty cool. So a tree would be a perfect example of Peace Corps service. Okay, excellent. Plan and now, reap benefits later. Fantastic. So you have been, been in for two years, and you're re-upping for one more year, right? Yeah, buddy. Okay, and you're going to be a few kilometers away from where you're at currently? Yeah, I'll be about uh, 35 kilometers away. And what do you, don't, do you know what you're going to be doing yet? Yeah, so I'll basically be doing the same thing with fish farming, but I'll have more resources to help teach. Um, I'll be working with a missionary there who has an agriculture center. Okay. So he has cattle, goats, sheep, ducks, chickens, rabbits, turkeys, pigs, 
He's awesome. got it all, so he doesn't have fish. So I'm gonna help them set up a fish production Sweet. hatchery so that the uh, local farmers have a reliable source to get uh, small fish for the fish. What kind of fish are you, or are there? <laughs> Anything that's relatable to here? Oh, uh, they have tilapia. That's what Ooh, they I use love tilapia. That's what they use in the fish ponds. They grow well in uh, uh, the old bottom feeders. Yeah. Kind of like a fancy catfish, isn't it? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they kind of look like, uh, they look like bluegill. Like okay. What we have in our lakes here. Yeah. Um, but they feed mostly on the uh, plankton that's uh, okay. created from composting in your fish ponds. Okay. Oh man, all right, so we're running really fast, in part because Oliver is a world-class runner. He went to the state finals in high school in the mile, right? Yeah, buddy. We're spitting on this recording because it's real life, people. It's real life, you got allergies. You got allergies, that's don't it. don't have those in Zambia. I know. Hopefully my training partners aren't listening because this morning I woke up with a sore throat and I couldn't work out this morning. But then now I'm running two separate runs with Oliver, a world-class runner, so... Scott or Corey, if you're listening, I'm sorry. We just ran a 701 mile. I'm dying. Okay, so Oliver ran in high school, and you also ran at the University of Cincinnati, right? Uh-huh. What'd you run there? I ran the mile and the, well, I ran 1500 steeplechase and 5K. And the 5K. For track. For and track. I also ran cross country, so it was 8K, 10K. 8K, 10K, okay. All right. <laughs> So, one of the fun things about Oliver being back in town for this limited time is we start getting daily text messages again. Uh, Can you explain what those are, Big O? Yeah, so those were a a little initiative I started back in high school after uh, cross-country camp. So I uh, had cross-country camp every day or before a big run. Everyone, people would stand up and say some sort of motivational quote to get us pumped up and ready to run. Yeah. And so I was like, huh, this is pretty cool. I'm so pumped up. I want to do this. <laughs> For my uh, friends. Yeah. That aren't runners like me. Exactly. <laughs> For everyone. All right. So I got a, I got a phone and uh, it was the first phone I ever owned. Yeah. And I was like, well, I have this power to send text messages. <laughs> I can send text messages to my friends every morning little quotes get them ready for the day awesome awesome and so from there it grew to some of my friends to more friends how many people, people does it go out to do you know so now it's up to like 250 people whoa and then some of those people send it to other people so it's more than 250 man that reminds me of this robert quinity quote while giving a speech in south africa about the ripples of change Oliver Book, what a ripple you are. I'm a ripple. Oh man, hi. We're all a bunch of ripples. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of ripples. Okay. The old ocean. <laughs> all the ripples collide. All right, that's, I'm glad you said something about the ocean. Because my favorite quotes are when you send Finding Nemo quotes. And it's always a little crash. And who else is it? The little turtles? Uh, crush. Crush. And, uh, damn, what's the little guy's name? I don't know. Uh, Righteous. 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 Yeah, those are the best. Okay, let's see here. Um, you also do Riddle Thursdays. Uh-huh. What's a riddle real quick for the listening crowd? Uh, well, what travels around the world stays in one corner? Um, it's not Oliver. No. He travels around. I don't know what is it. A postage stamp! Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Huh. Getting a little tired. Like I said, 
This is our second run. We got cars coming from We got cars coming on both sides. All right, Big O. Anything else you want to talk about before we hit stop and hopefully this thing recorded? Um, I don't think so. I think we got it. All right, everybody. Yeah, man. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Maximize Day podcast. I would venture to say this is one of the first episodes ever recorded live during a run with the Collegiate Division One runner. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Have a great... Just keep swimming or just keep running. Woo, woo.